In today's interview, we will be discussing what steps you should take if you want to leave the most amount of money to your children, and not let so much slip through your fingers to taxes after you pass away. Let's sit down as my financial coach's chief operating officer, MPO2, interviews today's special guest, Michael Penny. Good morning, Michael. This is MPO. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Tell me a little bit about your background and your story. Sure. Um, I've been in uh, the life insurance business for almost 42 years. Uh, I went out on my own in the fall of 1989 after being on the carrier side and in the uh, property and casualty world as a life producer. Mm-hmm. In the 30 years I've been doing this on my own, I've been affiliated with two major organizations, um, NFP from 1999 to 2012, and Lion Street from 2012 to the present. Primarily, mm-hmm. uh, we work uh, in two arenas. One, where people are trying to create assets, and they look at life insurance as a valuable tool and the second area is for those who have already created the assets what's the most tax efficient way to pass them to their beneficiaries excellent so michael let's go ahead then and imagine that one of your clients about 10 20 years with you says hey i worked hard for my money i didn't overspend when i was younger and i don't plan to overspend now I feel that if I die today, I'll owe the government for money I've worked hard for and I'm being punished for my savings. Frankly, I don't want the government to take my money when I die. So your client is saying, hey, I don't want the government to take my money when I die. What would you say? I'd say, um, first and foremost, if you do not do the planning while you're alive, Mm -hmm. the government already has a plan for you. So the whole purpose of discussing this is for you to come up with a plan that gives you the final say in where you want your assets to go. And there's only three places they can go. They can go to your family, they can go to charities, or they can go to the IRS. Those are the only three places. And properly designed, if you're like most people, you'd like the government to get nothing. So our job is to work in that concept of you have three beneficiaries and what's the best way to create a plan that does not have an impact on your ability to live in the lifestyle that you've grown accustomed to. So, Michael, let me ask you one question, man. I mean, ever since the, call it, estate tax has gone up to, if you're married, $22 million, what would you say to the people that say, well, I'm, I'm not that wealthy. I mean, I could probably get away with not owing the IRS anything. What would you say about that? I'd say uh, estate taxes are like hurricanes. <laughs> and right now, we're in a category one because we know what the rules are. Everything's based on you and your spouse having the ability to pass $22 million on. But what happens if the hurricane becomes a Category 3 or 4 or 5 and that $22 million drops to $5 million or lower and you haven't planned for that? 
the whole purpose of you planning is not necessarily to pay estate taxes. It's to make sure that your assets go where you want them to go. Mm-hmm. Some people, quite frankly, don't care about the government getting some of their money, but yet usually smoke. It's not usually true. Uh, they really, it always boils down to how can I do what I want to do without affecting my lifestyle. In the future, I think there's a pretty good bet they're not going to stay at 20, the, the lifetime exemption is not going to stay at $22 million. So if it all of a sudden drops to $5 million per individual, it's a whole new ballgame. So don't don't uh, don't depend on the government being there to help you. They're not going to be there to help you. Fair enough. So, Michael, let me ask you then, going back to the original conversation, this person, very resistant, just says, hey, I don't want to deal with all this extra stuff, but if I have to, what would you recommend? Uh, here's the best estate plan in the world. You decide how much you want those beneficiaries to get. And once you've made that decision, it's pretty easy. So, for example, I want each one of my children to get $5 million at my death or my spouse's death, and I don't want the government to get everything else, get anything. Well, the rest could go to charity. So what you're really doing is creating a mechanism to make sure the kids get their $5 million, the government gets nothing, and on your deathbed, either everything else goes to charity or you write your last check. That's the best plan in the world. Well, Michael, let me tell you, that sounds amazing, and I want to thank you so much for sharing with us all of your knowledge, and thank you so much for taking my call. Great. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to MFC Live. For more information, please visit our website at www.myfinancialcoach.com. Keep an ear out. More episodes are on the way soon.